0: Hello and welcome to the Wade John Taylor Patriot Report. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Today is February 15th, 2021. Monday, for those of you who are only keeping track of the seven-day calendar in the world. Some of you may have noticed that it has been a while since I've done a podcast. Um, I skipped one on Friday, and I apologize for that. I have been flat out busy trying to do everything that needs to be done on the homestead and the farm. And the gas tank is empty. (laughs) I had a podcast partially done and just never finished it. Part of why I think I took a little bit longer to come back for another podcast is I wanted to, to make sure that I wasn't going astray on the original prompting that I had to to do this I don't want to be a a news person I don't want to be a parrot of other narratives and I I felt myself going down in that direction where I spent more time researching what was going on in the world and trying to do my due diligence and fact-finding and and source tracking, just to make sure what I was going to say on the next podcast was was going to be factual. And I recognized that I was missing the, the larger narrative. Um, you know, you can find plenty of people out there to tell you what's going on in the world or their version of what's going on. and And generally, I have a good enough idea for myself. And I don't necessarily need to be another one of those voices out there that is giving you my spin on what I think is going on for the simple reason of, I, I really want other people to, to end up doing that for themselves. I want you as the listener to start researching things and be in the habit of looking and, and cross checking and, and finding out truth because there's so much disinformation out there. I believe that if you, you, if you do some one-stop shopping and, and just tune in to one or two people who you, you trust and rely on, that's great if, if they're factual, but it doesn't do anything for you other than to train you to listen to somebody else. And I think you can get that anywhere if that's really what you're looking for. What I would like to do is, is be a little bit different than that. Um, what I do in the pamphlet is, is put together um, a periodical that teaches about our history as a nation and delves into the the core arguments of our nation. Federalist, strong central government versus anti-federalist, um, ruling by the people. And, and these are the arguments that we had Um coming towards the end of the Revolutionary War and ultimately the Federalists won out and our first form of government was replaced with a second form of government. Our first constitution was replaced by a second constitution. And this isn't highlighted enough in history um, for us to understand how important it was and how much we split off from our original idea of the founding fathers half of the founding fathers did not approve of our our new constitution and they were fearful rightfully so if you read the anti-federalist papers that if you give the central government too much power then our government will ultimately return to the same type of tyranny that they just had won a war against. And, and so, I, long story short, what, what my goal is when I do the pamphlet is to expose people to this fundamental argument because I think that argument is still going on today. And it, it should be anyway. You have the, the freedom-loving patriots and people who generally want to live their own life and, and expect for others to be able to live their own life. Versus a crowd of individuals. Now there's two camps of these individuals. But they all believe that central government should be all powerful. And that the people can't govern themselves and didn't don't have the right to. So there's freedom versus slavery. And that's what it all boils down to. And strong central government is anti-freedom. Whenever government usurps a power that it is not inherently granted in the Constitution, this is actually tyranny. And my goal is to to help support the liberty movement, those of us who are true patriots, who love our country, love the inalienable rights that we have been granted, and understand that freedom is not a, a passive word, it is an active word, and it requires us, to do action in order to maintain that freedom. Freedom does not mean that you can sit on a couch and play a video game while your food is delivered to your door and never leave your apartment while you're collecting your government check. That's not freedom, that is slavery. And you certainly may be amused and enjoy your life if that's what you have um keep in mind that i lived that life for a while so don't feel that i'm i'm pounding on you more than i am pounding on my previous self who was was pacified by by life but i'm trying to encourage those individuals who are patriots to show them that they're not alone and i'm going to get more into the alone thing on the second segment but That's what this is really about. That's what the pamphlet is about. Our founding fathers were not alone. They may have felt that way. But right is right. And righteousness is righteous. And the fight and the struggle against tyranny and and those who believe them to be better than us by birthright or just because they have assets that could purchase most of the United States... And still have money to buy a parking lot on the moon if they really wanted to. Just because someone has that does not grant them the inherent right to tell me how to live my life. I am my own individual. And I want to encourage you to be your own individual. To seize the freedom that you have been given and granted. And to push it to its fullest extent. And constantly expand what you're allowed to do i believe in in true freedom that an individual should live their life however they want so long as they don't interfere with somebody else's inherent right to live their life and the government only has two purposes one to make sure that individuals don't violate others right to freedom And two, to protect all the freedom of the people within the lands that it governs. Those are the two functions of government. I don't believe the government should be telling anybody anything else other than that. They shouldn't tell you what what sort of, of fruit to buy, what sort of car to buy, what sort of anything to do. That is not in the jurisdiction of government. That is not inherently in the Constitution that they should be able to do these things, yet our government has seized power like governments around the world have seized power and are doing whatever they want against the will of the people. And so my hope is that I wake up as many patriots as I can, and to me a patriot is someone who wants to fight for their liberty and their freedom. I am encouraged when I see people from Ireland and Scotland and other areas of the world log in and to our website and check out our information. And, and, and I understand that the liberty movement is more than just America and, and what we, we did in our past here. Um, what our founding fathers did in this country is, is what every human being cries for and yearns for, and that, that is freedom. And oftentimes, when an individual is fighting for their freedom, they feel alone and ostracized from those who don't want to cause a scene, don't want to cause waves, want to go along with the prevailing mentality of the moment just to fit in. Even if that means some uncomfortable realities for them later on, most people choose to ignore their situation it's kind of like a frog that you stick in a pan in cold water on the stove and slowly heat it to a boil the frog really never knows what's going on until it's too late and i believe that is the situation that most of humanity is in right now and i believe that there will be a an inflection to where most people wake up and see their awful situation and decide to, to resist. And I believe that is why we're seeing an acceleration in world events right now, to put the chains on humanity as quickly as possible, in as many different ways as possible, so that they can accomplish this before the masses wake up and rebel. It is a race against time for them. And President Donald Trump, although not a savior or messiah, was a disruptor. He was not anointed like the previous presidents for decades had been. He was not chosen. He was not allowed to become president. And so what he did was give humanity hope that a common person from anywhere could be president. And, and my goodness, that's just not how things are actually done. They don't want to tell you that, but that's really not how things are done anymore. It is the elite and their small circle of very wealthy individuals who gather in various meetings once or twice a year in various parts of the world and who decide and chart the course of humanity. I am not allowed in that club, you are not allowed in that club and 99.99999% of us are not allowed in that club. It is only a choice select group of individuals who are allowed in that. Money is only one thing that determines your eligibility. The corruptibility of your mind and do they have something over you? is another uh, qualifying aspect that would allow you to get into such a group. But once you're in, then you get to weigh in on what we should do about the rest of humanity, who is clearly just sucking up all of our oxygen that we should be allowed to have by birthright. And that is a difficult thing for my mind to try and and place myself into that that way of thinking it takes a certain type of narcissistic individual who clearly has some lack of empathy and lack of ability to to have any sort of compassion for their fellow, fellow human being to be in that sort of group but that is what's required to make some of the decisions that they make concerning depopulation and, well, just outright slavery of the common individuals of this world. But you are not alone, and that is the key message behind this segment and the next one explicitly, which I'll get into after this break. Welcome back, and thank you for sticking around for the second segment of the Wade John Taylor Patriot Report. I really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate you being there, and thank you for your time. If you'd like to know more about what I do and about the pamphlet, you can go over to www.thepamphlet.net and check out our publications. And some of what we do. But if you're looking for the cliff notes, here it is. I simply look up old history, uh, the more obscure and the more um, unheard of or uncommon, then the more I'm I'm fond of looking at it. I focus on the revolutionary area, our founding fathers, uh, our early history as a country, and talk about the struggles that they had and I, I bring those to life in this publication and I also cover some current events not too much in that but uh, just enough to know how our, our founding father struggles were the same struggles that, that we have now and my hope is to give a little bit of inspiration to freedom loving individuals everywhere regardless of whether you're on the left the right, the middle, Uh, whatever your political suasion it really doesn't matter to me. I personally believe that liberty and freedom is a human condition and a human desire and it rises above all political parties. I don't believe that political parties are the way to go because that automatically catalogs someone and makes them beholden to a party rather than beholden to the people. Our founding fathers did not have political parties when this country was founded. And it was in fact the argument between federalists and anti-federalists or strong central government versus weak central government that started political parties in this country in the first place. Our founding fathers were keenly aware of the struggles between the Whigs and the Tories and the other factions within the British Parliament and how that corruption Contributed to the state of slavery that they were forced to endure here in the colonies. I think our founding fathers learned a lot of lessons that we could relearn. And if we would take the time to focus on their struggles, we would understand that we are going through the same struggle here. The struggle of freedom versus tyranny. And I think... Before I get too much into the weeds about other people's struggles, I needed to focus on our own struggle here in my family. And this is a hard one for me to get into, and it's one that causes me a great deal of pain. But I have to be honest and letting everybody know what I'm going through if I am ever able to be able to effectively help them overcome their own struggles. Me and my wife and our family are going through a really difficult time right now because of the requirements for churches to be open in this state that we're at. We would be required to to wear masks if we were to go to church. And we are not allowed at this time to go to church because we don't wear masks. And that's pretty painful to us. And it's not just a government decision, it's it's a church-endorsed decision. My church believes in following the laws and regulations of the country where it is. And so if it's a law or regulation, whether it be constitutional or not, whether it be moral or not, is not necessarily something that they as an institution choose to get into. They just simply follow the, the laws. This tears me up inside and it tears my family up. We obviously believe wholeheartedly in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we have labored in the vineyard much For the gospel and it's frustrating and hard for us to go through what we're going through I wouldn't say that we're suffering a crisis of faith because we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ and and know what that's done for us we've had miracles in our life we continue to have miracles in our life daily Um, we We're so blessed in so many different ways, but yet the one avenue of our lives that we thought would be constant in there when times got rough is removed from us. It was to the point to where we had to um, step down from our, our leadership roles in the church because we weren't able to fulfill them in uh, with the restrictions that were placed upon us and i understand where the church is coming from they're a registered entity in the government um, and in order for them to operate they have to do certain things and that's really unfortunate for many faithful who can't for some reasons or won't for their own personal moral choices adhere to certain mandates any institution employer group that chooses not to rock the boat and go by what is currently being prescribed by government just because it's prescribed and not analyzing the the repercussions of such i i believe is Missing the mark a little bit. So for, for me, to wrap my head around this, I, I've done a bit of research into how churches acted during World War II and how they acted in particularly in Nazi Germany. And I, I guess I, I should have prepared myself for the reality that I saw and I guess I'm just naive because I I didn't live through that period of time but churches themselves typically do nothing when governments assert themselves and make uh, morally questionable decisions and it wasn't just churches it was companies as well there were terrible atrocities committed by corporations in Nazi Germany. Corporations that exist today even on our own soil and did back then but yet played both sides of the war and came up with various solutions to problems and problems that people who wanted to commit atrocities found themselves In need of specialized assistance, and corporations provided that. I think churches, generally speaking, provided moral cover because they didn't say anything. I'm generalizing, of course, but by and large, most corporations as a whole, most churches and most institutions as a whole, did nothing while millions of Jews were exterminated. Certainly there was individuals, in all avenues of life that were different from the crowd. And that's the case today. You'll find that that patriots and and people who who love freedom are a little bit different today. And there are some small churches that are daring to stand up for liberty and freedom today. And they will suffer the fate of institutions who decided to stand up last time. They will be leaned on and they will be assaulted. They will be bankrupted wherever they can be. And and a remnant will survive and thrive and do well. But it will be difficult, and it is difficult for any person, individual, group, organization, entity that stands up for what is right. And I guess I had an uh, a belief, naivety, whatever it was, to to think that that churches and institutions would stand up for what is right by nature of what they preach. But then I I had to to understand a couple of things and and upon some some study and meditation, prayer um It's been enlightened to me that it is always up to the individual Not the group or institution that the church is is the vessel for the gospel The salvation does not come through the church. It comes only through Jesus Christ. The church is the vessel and the vessel delivers the gospel and so the church is necessary, but It is the Lord who said I am the way and that's what we need to remember the church helps facilitate a relationship with Jesus Christ or deity or or whatever it is that you're looking for in a higher power but it is the individual and that higher power that ultimately have to have a personal um, personal relationship and once you develop that personal relationship then you need to be true to that and true to the promptings that you receive regardless of the cost i think this is why we're seeing such a an upsurge in in mental health condition excuse me mental health conditions over the past year with the covid lockdowns generally what has happened and as people were not allowed to go to church not allowed to go to yoga not allowed to go to uh, the gym, whatever it was that people went to as an out to clear their mind, to be at peace, to to just get rid of all the negative energy in the world and keep on keeping on. All those avenues were shut down one by one. And, and of course, you know, churches and um, all these institutions have these licenses to operate. And they are beholden to those that license them to play by their rules or they're not allowed to operate and that is why putting your faith in an institution as a as a savior an organization that will save you or another person for that matter is folly you can't control those things you cannot control what a business what a a church Um, what they will do and how they will operate when the government leans on them. You can control yourself as an individual, and you can decide what you will do and what you won't do if somebody tells you to do something. You ultimately have that choice to say, no, I don't think that I have to. A church cannot do that legally, and so we shouldn't fault them when they want to obey the law as difficult as it may be for those of us who are struggling to want to go to church. But we can open up to each other. We can lean on each other because we know that we're at least in the common fight. And we can converse with one another. We can help one another and, and listen to one another through our struggles. And like our forefathers, who came across the boundaries of many different churches, some not in church at all, and bound together as a common cause, the cause of liberty and freedom, and moved together as one in their own ways to help facilitate the dawning of a new age. And we can play by their model, use their experience and their insight, to again conquer this great evil, which would force us into servitude and bondage. And we, we can win. And when I come back, I'm going to go into how I envision we might be able to accomplish this. So stick around, and we'll be right back. thanks for sticking around to listen to our final segment here on the way, John Taylor Patriot report, just a programming note. You may notice that this is the beginning of season two, which marks a new direction for the podcast. And what I hope to, to refocus on here is the plight of the Patriot movement. Those who would stand up for freedom would stand up for liberty and would like to know what they can do to do their part and or who are already doing their part and find themselves feeling that they're alone. That as they look around out there, the people perhaps in their church that they thought would be standing up with them um, are, are not able to for their own reasons. The people that they grew up with and went to school with are not standing up for their rights as you would hope that they would or the people at work who that you assumed would be standing up are not or in your own family as you look around uh, you you don't see the people that you thought would be standing up so so this this podcast the pamphlet and everything we do is dedicated to those individuals and what we hope to do and hope to, what we hope to refocus on is reaching out to those individuals, regardless of political um, affiliation. You know, I, I believe if we get into the red versus blue mentality, then we've already lost because we're playing their game. If they can separate us, if they can divide us, if they can place us into camps and have us war one with another, then we're not taking them on. And that's what we need to focus on. And that's the, the new new old direction, if you will. Uh, that, that's the direction I really wanted to to take this and I got caught up like everybody else in in the elections and the fraud and the, the stealing and, and the 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 unrighteous events that happened. and there's at this moment nothing we can do specifically about those things. but there are plenty of things that we can do th- things about and and that's what I'm about that's what i would like to facilitate is to inspire to help to to bring together those individuals and if nothing else just to know that you're not alone um, i certainly don't want to control what you do don't want to have you know my my stamp of of my inspiration on on your inspiration you know i believe that you're a divine creature just as much as me and and we have that spark of of creativity that was given to us by our creator. And, you know, we we were put here on this planet to accomplish something. And I want you to be the best person that you can be and find that. And I believe that most of us that were put here at this very time, for this very moment, know inside our hearts what it is that we need to do. And it's a it's a very tricky road to navigate just like our founding fathers had to navigate a very tricky road themselves. And I'll give you a short little example. If you guys haven't figured out by now, I I tend to go off on tangents, and I apologize for that. But some of them, I feel, are inspired and and noteworthy. One of my ancestors um, was a a signer at the the Declaration of, of, of Independence, and I, I follow a lot of his journals and, and read a lot. Um, I, I like to know my family history. It helps inspire me to, to do the things that they would have me do, because I, I think I have a better chance with my ancestors on my side in this world than not. But anyway, um, in, in his journals, I found a place um, where he had to move his family six times during the Revolutionary War in order for them not to be caught by the british because the british were trying to kidnap imprison family members of those who were supporting this rebellion against the crown and i i i thought to myself what what a what a monumental fear to be dealing with Every day, as you're out there on the battlefield, chasing after George Washington, trying to to follow his orders, and you've got to worry about your family and moving them. This is why, during the Revolutionary War, partially why, you, you, you see a lot of families traveling with the army. Women and children caring for sick and wounded. That sometimes was the safest place or the only place that they could exist. And what a life they had to endure. It wasn't just the soldiers who were fighting for freedom. It was family members fighting for freedom. In one of our pamphlets, actually, we covered a story about a a wife who was always there for her husband. husband got killed. She turned over and took over his position at the cannon, continued fighting. I believe it was the Battle of Fort Washington, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I digress. Anyway, she ended up becoming wounded herself. And was the first American woman to receive a, a pension from the military for service to the country. And she, she almost lost her arm and, and shoulder and, and lost the use of it for the rest of her life. But this was how close the family members were, in many cases, to the battles that were going on all around. So... I guess the lesson in this is to understand that there is always risk when you're fighting for your liberty. And when I say fight, I guess I have to clarify this because of the universe we live in nowadays. When I say fight, it does not always mean armed combat, hand-to-hand combat, um, bullets flying overhead. There are so many ways to fight that do not involve violence. Certainly sometimes it results to violence and if it happens then it happens and it will be terrible that we have to resort to that. I certainly take the the Benjamin Franklin approach and tend to hope for the sake of hoping that freedom will prevail and that negotiations will prevail and that cooler heads will prevail. Benjamin Franklin held on to, to that mentality for as long as he could. Um, and ultimately he, like many of us, have ha- lost family members, not necessarily physically, but mentally, where they turned aside because they were loyal to the crown. And many of our founding fathers lost very close sons, daughters, really brothers, sisters, really, really close relatives and friends over the issue of freedom and liberty. And they they go through the same things that we go through. It is a human condition, the fight that we are in. But it's important for you to understand that you're not alone. Your family is not alone. If you have a family like mine who, everyone in the household is believing the same way. And those who who aren't believing the same way, as far as children are concerned, no longer live in the household. And it's painful that some of our family members have decided that going along and getting along with the socialistic ideal is is the best plan. But that's their choice. And I will always love them and continue to lo- love them till my dying breath. But my freedom and my liberty and the liberty Of them even if they choose not to have it is worth fighting for to me that is worth more than than anything because I believe that the free choice that we are supposed to have in this life is is a divine gift and it is worth fighting for and as long as we are fighting that righteous choice then we will ultimately prevail we will certainly struggle but we will ultimately prevail and so my hope going forward is that the information that I provide is, is good for you, that it's good to eat, and that it's good to digest, and it helps motivate you to keep up the good work, to keep moving forward. And you can you can reach out to me. You can send me an email at wadejohntaylor at thepamphlet.net. And I'll do my best to get back to you. And tell me the struggles you're going through. I'll tell you the struggles I'm going through. We'll, we'll, we'll get through this together. And, you know, my wife and I um, will do the best we can to to facilitate um, helping everybody out that we can. And we'll try and, and get some good information and some good help your way wherever possible. And we we'll do everything that we can to to fight for freedom. And we want to let you know that you are not alone, that we're not going to give up on you, that we're going to keep fighting and we're going to keep doing whatever it takes until our last dying breath. And it's worth it to us. Like our ancestors before us, it is absolutely worth dying for. And if freedom and liberty was worth dying for then, it's worth dying for now. And I'm okay with that. I've made my peace with that. So thank you for being with us on this journey. This is a little bit of a different podcast. It's a, it's a reset of sort. <laughs> Not the pathetic great reset of the globalists, but a, a reset of my own mentality in moving forward. And I wanted to let you guys all know that I'm going to do my best not to be a news and information source. I I certainly could. And I know that some people want me to be because I do have a good insight on on what's going on. And certainly if there's something individually you think I should cover or that you'd like my opinion on, and if enough people do, maybe I'll mention it. But, you know, I'll mention things that really specifically pertain to the the freedom movement and, and that we should be aware of. But I think most of you out there are are smart enough and wise enough to to know um, where to get some information. Maybe I could put a, a place on the website, a link uh, spot or place where you can go for information that, that I I see. Um, maybe that'll help you um, if you're looking for reputable sources, things like that. Um and I could do that also on on the website we're working on on a, a social feature groups um, so if you haven't joined the website www.thepamphlet.net under the what, community tab I think is where it's at um, It's not it's certainly not trying to s- uh, replace a social media site or anything like that but it is a place for us patriots to to talk amongst ourselves. It's a work in progress. Again I've got a farm a family um, a life out, outside of this so everything that I do is well <laughs> in my spare time which I have none so I've had I, I've had weeks of, of 18 hour days and Sunday being my only day down and and I'm just lately one day is not enough and I'm, I'm tired I'm really tired and I'm I'm really at times feeling really alone and just like you, my, my wife is too, we talk about this often but then we we get encouragement from you guys and we hear so much from all of you about how how much I'm, I'm inspiring you or how I help and to keep it up and, and that helps me but I want to share that back with you. I want you to all know that that we're not alone and and I'll I'll add something to the website somehow a place or a forum for that as we're expanding this so that we can all see those those comments that other people are saying so that you know uh, wow this 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 single mom over here feels this way or or this couple over here feels this way or this you know, young single adult here feels this way Or, or all the different things that, that I hear across the country uh, As people are sending messages into me And across the world as well um, I'll, I'll post those or figure out a way to put that up um, As soon as I figure out a way to, to change the website I, I can't code, by the way It's a, it's a miracle that the website is up um, I've had some help recently And I appreciate that That help is, is gone uh, The individual has, has a job um, so that takes up their time I wanted to say thank you to them for making some fixes on the website and uh, for those of you who, who do check out the website from time to time um, and see the changes I, I hope you appreciate those but you know going forward we're going to try and be that beacon of hope for you guys and we're going to try and, and, and give you guys some inspiration and let you know that you're not alone and Just in case I wasn't clear enough, when I was talking about churches and institutions, I was on purpose not using any specific names or organizations. I don't want to harp on those people for making the decisions that they make. Uh, They they have to do what they have to do, and I understand that. Um, And I have to do what I have to do, and I hope that they understand that. It doesn't mean that I, I don't believe. It just means that... Right now, I have to listen to my own personal revelation and and do what that tells me to do. Because that is my higher power. And that's what guides me. That is what has saved me. That has been the gift that gave me my family, my life back, and everything else. And I'd be a fool if I didn't listen to the big man upstairs when he's telling me to do the things I need to do. So, no harping on any specific organization, uh, religious or otherwise. Let's all just understand that we have our job to do. And sometimes it's hard, but you're not alone. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to the next issue when I get into the meat of, well, the eternal fight for liberty. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.